0: I'd like to welcome you to another episode of money matters top tips for success where i bring on business owners entrepreneurs and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you my name is adam torres you can follow me on instagram at ask adam torres keep up with my book releases book tour schedule signings all that other good stuff love to connect with you there and as always if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books just head on over to the website moneymatterstoptips.com and click on become an author to apply all right, so today I have Rich Kakuzo on the line. He's the founder and president over at Sales Velocity Advisors. Rich, welcome to the show.
1: Well, thank you, Adam. Great to be here. Appreciate you inviting me on.
0: So I'm excited to get into what you're doing at Sales Velocity Advisors. I'll tell you up front: a lot of business owners, a lot of entrepreneurs, uh, listening to this, and you know, sales are a big topic for any business, obviously. So these are really popular episodes. But before we get into that, let's get a little bit more into your background. How did you get started in business and as an entrepreneur? Well,
1: going back in the day, uh, when I was I grew up in New Jersey and uh, going to school at Seton Hall. 20 years old needed a job to pay for school and uh ended up getting interviewed by FedEx. So that's uh that's where I started and I didn't recognize it at the time but or realized it at the time that you know I spent 32 years there. Uh you know started off as a customer service rep and then I got into sales as the frontline sales rep and then a sales manager and just ascended up the ranks. Uh my last role there I was a VP of sales at FedEx for about 17 years. So um, it, it was quite a journey. Fabulous company, uh, and uh, I just can't believe that I spent that many years there. It was a pretty, uh, pretty incredible experience.
0: Wow, um, to work your way up the ranks—you don't, you don't hear that so much nowadays. Um, and there's a lot of, and and there's a lot of people listening to this that are maybe just getting out of college or just, you know, kind of starting out, and they're they're considering a career in sales. Um, what would be your advice to that newly minted college grad that that do you think that is thinking about going into sales?
1: Well, I listen. First things first.
0: I think you know when you're
1: just getting done with school, you know, and you're like, okay, so what's next, right? You know, I've got this degree, not quite sure, you know, what's the right path for me. I don't want to make a mistake. And, and I would just say you, you can't make a bad choice in terms of that first job or second job that you select when you're in your early to mid twenties, right? I'd I really Say focus on a couple things. First and foremost, do something you're passionate about, right? Whether it's sales or marketing, operations, finance, whatever that might be. You know, if it's sales, great. And then secondly, you want to make sure that the company that you're interviewing it's all about the leadership, right? You've got a great leadership team that that is embracing the right type of values that line up with your own personal values. That's gonna that they will in turn. be part of a great culture, right? And and that's really where you want to be when you're, I think, at any age, never mind just out of school, right? You want to be working at a company that is very people-focused, that has great leadership and a great culture where they um, really appreciate what you bring as an employee to the organization. You know, work hard, play hard. Your contribution is recognized and appreciated. And then you've got some level of Uh, career opportunities career path that you can follow i I was really blessed at fedex you know i started out as as a you know customer service agent part-time over the phone and and at 20 years old and you know 15 years later at 35 i was vp of sales for the western u.s you know for at that time a 30 billion dollar company now it's a 70 billion dollar company so it's crazy you know what I, i was an average student My dad was very blue collar, working class. You know, we didn't grow up with much. And uh, I mean, far exceeded what I thought uh, in my wildest dreams I would ever do from a business standpoint. But, you know, honestly, for me, I I took some chances. You know, I took some risks. I was willing to move um, from out of New Jersey and follow opportunities that were available at FedEx. You know, sometimes those were opportunities or jobs that other people weren't interested in working in in cities or states that other people didn't want to go to i wouldn't have ended up in california if i had taken one of those jobs that nobody else wanted and uh you know that's what brought me out here back in in 91 and kind of been here ever since so yeah i I, just to answer the question succinctly first things first what are you passionate about what is it you really want to do you know and you need to think about you know what are what are your skill sets right you know do you want to be in front of customers and prospective customers, because that's what you're going to be doing in sales, right? Do you want to be representing a brand, selling a product or a service? You know, And it's not about just being people-oriented when you're talking about sales. You've got to be, you know, here's some things to think about. You need to be competitive, strong ego drive. Uh, you've got to have that desire to be the best. Uh, you've got to be resilient because you're going to get a lot of no's. I mean, that's just the way it is in sales. You've got to be disciplined with your time, you know because you know that's your most precious commodity and where you spend your time and the things that you're doing when you're out there in front of customers and prospects you know and, and you've got to be money motivated i mean those are the typical characteristics that you see in top sales reps if that describes mm-hmm. you sales is a great career path if it doesn't that's okay then you need to find what's the right fit for you and, and then once you figure that out you know if sales is right for you then then it's really just picking the right company right the right company with the right leadership and the right culture and you know, with Glassdoor and Facebook and everything else that's out there today, it's so easy to vet companies before you interview for a job and get a sense if that's the right kind of culture that's going to resonate with you. You know, don't don't take a job for the money and work in a, a culture that's toxic. That's it, it,
0: life's too short. No, that's great, great, great advice. Um... So, Rich, let's. I want to switch it up a bit. Let's talk more about what you're doing over at Sales Velocity Advisors. So, what kind of clients are you helping and what kind of things are you helping them do?
1: Sure. So, um, I guess the best analogy, it's kind of like, you know, these professional athletes, right? I'm, I'm going to say I'm, I'm kind of like that. You know, you have your career as an athlete, and then it's like, well, what's after that, right? Kobe Bryant, great example, one of my, my favorite uh, players of all time, big Lakers fan. Um, so, you know, what do you do after your career is over? And for me or your playing career. In my case, same thing with FedEx, right? I took a, took an early buyout at fifty two years old and I'm like, all right, well, that was great. And you know, I'm still real young and what do I want to do next? What am I passionate about? And for me, the passion was, well, I've got this thirty years of sales and sales leadership experience that that I can share, right, within the small business community. You know, that's really what I bring to the table. And I would say my target in doing so, is really that five to fifty million dollars space, you know. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm working with business owners and CEOs, and and why they engage me, Adam. I mean, it's really one of a couple of different reasons, you know. The first one is to turnaround situation, right? Uh, revenue has stalled or, dec- or is in decline, and so they need help. Uh, that's one. Second would be just performance issues. I mean, the company's growing, albeit not as quickly as the owner or CEO would like, and and they feel that their sales team can be more effective or you know better optimized. The third example would be somebody who you know business hyper growth mode and they're trying to scale. And they're trying to go from regional to national or national to global and and they're struggling with that. How do you do it? How do you source talent and, you know unemployment rates are at a 50 year low. Uh, so that's that's a real struggle for a lot of business owners. And then the last uh, situation that I get involved with are are these boomers, the older boomers, right? Older than me that are looking to sell their business either now or in the next couple of years and they're trying to drive the valuation up so they can get top dollar when they sell. Well, you know, sales is all about revenue and it can help you grow top line revenue as well as, you know, focus on your bottom line margin. So those are the situations that I find myself in. It's that, you know, it's that business owner or CEO that's in pain or frustrated and they're looking for help because of one of the four things I just outlined.
0: Any kind of trends you're noticing in your industry and some of these industries you're working in I'm just curious. Uh, yeah I'll tell you a couple things. Number 1,
1: um probably first and foremost and I just talked about it a couple minutes ago, companies are really struggling sourcing and retaining top sales talent. Uh mm-hmm. you know, if you're going if you're just using LinkedIn and Indeed to to hire for a sales rep, you're getting folks that are actually looking for another job. And in, in many cases, these are folks that um, are not top-performing sales reps, right? Mm. So, you know, you just never know what you're getting and why somebody's leaving their their, their current company. Uh, and, you know, so one of the things that I talk about with, with my clients is that, so, look, let's use a professional recruiter. You know, partner with somebody that really focuses on sourcing top sales talent and they go after passive candidates, folks that aren't looking for work. And what's great about salespeople, Adam? You go on LinkedIn or whatever, they love to brag. Great salespeople love to brag about all their accomplishments. <laughs> right? hey, I went to the president's club, I was number one here, top rank there. Yeah. So it's easy to data mine and find those people. It's easy to data mine and find those people, but you know, at the end of the day, you know, it just comes down to, you know, how you approach sourcing for top talent. So I think that's the single biggest issue is that piece is the talent piece. And then once you once you find them, how do you retain them? And that goes back to what we talked about earlier. It's that leadership and cultural piece. And, you know, are we, you know, what type of leadership does the company have? Does it have a strong culture? You know, do the, the, in this case, the sales reps, do they feel that their contribution is valued and appreciated? And do they have opportunities for growth and development? If the answer is no, and they're a great sales rep, they're going to go someplace else. So I would say talent, Acquisition and retention, as it relates to sales, is probably item number one. Uh, the second thing that I see is just really a lack of process. Right? There's it's a mixed bag. Um, I see situations where I I step in and I evaluate the current state, and and I'll ask simple things like you know do you have sales metrics that you track right? Calls, prospects, closes, win rates, etc., And sometimes they do, and sometimes they don't. Uh, I'll ask, do you have a CRM system? Now, you'd be surprised, but in this day and age, there are still companies out there, and again, in that 5 to $50 million space, they don't have a CRM system. So, okay, how are you tracking activities? Well, maybe they capture capturing on a spreadsheet, but I mean, that doesn't really, that's not the best way to approach it in terms of really having actionable data that you can use to help run your business and coach your people. And the coaching piece is a big part of it too. I'll talk about, well, what's your coaching cadence? You know, do you, do you have a kickoff call every Monday morning with your team? Like, you know, that weekly huddle? Um, Yes, you know, yes or no. A lot of times the answer is no. Do you go out, you know, make joint sales calls with your team? A lot of times the answer is no. You know, do you have regular one-on-ones with your sales folks so they know how they're doing, vis-a-vis the performance expectations? You know, what they're doing well, where they can improve. You know, you have to have some ongoing cadence, daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, that you have that coaching feedback mechanism. And and it's not about you know um, criticizing what the rep is doing wrong. It's really about lifting them up and saying, hey, you're just, you're, you're excelling in these areas. Let's work on those. Those areas where you might need a little extra help. No different than if you, if you're a golfer and, and you've got a, a swing coach, right? I mean, the whole idea here is, you know, the reason that you've got a coach is, you know, they're helping you get better. You know, they they give you encouragement. Hey, you know, you're you're improving, you're developing. You know, you're making progress since our last lesson. Here's some additional things to work on. That's the role of a coach, and then the role, of course, of the of player, or in this case, the sales rep is you know, they got to feel like this is time well spent. You know, I'm looking forward to being with my coach. I'm looking forward to going out and making calls with my sales manager because I'm going to learn something, you know. <laughs> you can help me get better. So uh, I would say, you know, talent is the biggest gap. A lack of process is a big gap. And I think the third thing is the sales compensation plans in many companies are not in alignment with the sales strategy. So, for example, um, you have companies that will tell you from a strategy standpoint, Hey, we, we want to diversify. You know, we you know we're overly reliant on existing business. Okay, so then then the conversation becomes, well, you know, how are you compensating your people? Do you treat revenue from existing clients any differently from revenue from new customers? And and you get a blank look, and the answer is no, we treat all revenue the same. Like, well, you know, that's why you have an issue. You know, your salesperson, right? What are you going to do? You're going to you already have existing relationships with the clients that that are doing business with you. Those are easy. They like you. You know you can you, you can just stop in whenever you want, and, and you just nurture the relationship. relationship. Cold calling and prospecting on on new customers yeah. or potential customers that don't know you and you have a relationship. That's hard, and and most reps don't want to do that. And and the reason why they do it. In most cases, it's because there's an incentive to do it. So, you know, for example, in, the situ- in what I just got done saying, you know, if you're trying to get, if you're trying to bring on, diversify and bring on new business, you got to pay a premium for that. So rather than treat revenue, all revenue the same, have an incentive that, you know, maybe you get twice as much uh, sales incentive for a new business coming on board from a new client than you would from existing clients. Because you want to compensate them for both. You just want to change the behavior so you're getting more business from new customers, which is going to help you diversify, which is a good thing, right? Because if all you do is rely on existing customers and you lose your top one, it's game over.
0: No, it makes a lot of sense, Rich. So if somebody is listening to this and they want more information on sales velocity advisors or to reach out to you, what's the best way for them to get that info?
1: So two ways, Adam. Uh, First is vis-a-vis email, which is rich at salesvelocityadvisors.com. And then my website is www.salesvelocityadvisors.com. Also through LinkedIn, just Rich Cucuzzo,
0: C-O-C-U-Z-Z-O. All right. Fantastic. Well, hey, Rich, I uh, really want to thank you for coming on the show today and uh, sharing some of your background and also your tips for businesses and um, that are either struggling in sales or need a little bit of help. Um, and to the audience, as always, really appreciate you tuning in. I hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And uh, Rich, thanks again for coming on the show.